Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the owner of Impact Branding and author of Unleash Your Millionaire Mindset, Natasha Davis. Natasha, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much. I am really excited to be here and excited to share some hashtag golden nuggets. I <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, let's just go ahead and dive into it, Natasha. Um, I thought I asked this. I like to ask my guests this quite often because I think in these interesting times, we have to kind of go up and beyond with um, how we engage with people. And I think um, it starts with asking, how are you doing? Like, how are you doing in this new normal right now that we, we have in 2020? You know, the new normal is definitely new. And one of the <laughs> things, one of the things that, um, that I've learned to appreciate more, which I think many people have, is you actually appreciate that human interaction. Mm -hmm. uh, because now we're mandated not to interact with humans. Before, when it was optional, it was like, oh, I just want to work from home. I'm fine. I want to stay in my office. And then, you know, we had this huge economic shift. Mm -hmm. um, and this whole change with the whole world. And now all of a sudden we can't do it. And so it made a huge difference. And I know, um, I'm a very transparent person. I remember one day, which I'm very accustomed to working from home or working, you know, um, solo, you know, cause my team is, is virtual. We only mm -hmm. get together maybe, maybe one or two times a week. And, um, I remember I was sitting in the office. I was, I was at the home office and I realized I was three days in and I had not been outdoors. Wow. I've not been outdoors. Aside from letting my, my little, my little dog out, you know, you open the door, you let him out, you come back, you just keep going. But and I hadn't been outside in three days. Wow. And I was sitting in my office and my window to my, to my left. And I get to look over and I felt like I want to go outside. <laughs> like out there looks so pretty and look at the trees. And so I, I, I thought I was losing. I was like, Oh, I got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember I just kind of, I got up, I stopped what I was doing, put the, put the laptop on hold, stopped everything I was doing. And I literally just went outside. I sat out back on my patio in my little rocking chair and I just let the beautiful sun hit me. I let the breeze mm. blow. And then I realized you are missing life. Mm. And you can't, you can't get so locked in time that you forget to appreciate the little things. And so Dealing with my new normal, I actually made it a mandatory prior. I had to go outside minimum at least 30, 45 minutes to an hour during my work day. Wow. Um, because one thing I believe is that every hour of my working hour is a revenue producing hour. So I don't squander the hour. It's a very mm -hmm. important hour. So every single hour of my working day is a revenue producing hour. So I have to be productive. Yeah. And so therefore, but I also had to remember, you can't sit here all this time for six, eight or 10 hours, whatever your day is and not get up, you know, right, right. So, um, acclimating to my new normal is more about being intentional with stopping. Mm. 
that that's more the new normal because I'm used to working from home. You know, I'm used to having a very disciplined schedule. So that was never an issue. But the biggest thing I had to convert to was knowing it's time to stop. Wow. You need to stop and walk away. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that, Natasha. I think that's really important, especially for people who work from home. I've been I've been self-employed and working from home uh, for about a decade now. And um, at first I was very proud of it, but like I think with the pandemic, now that everyone's doing it, I somehow feel like I'm suffocating, you know? Right. Like kind of what you're saying. It's like, well, everyone's already at home. It's like, this is not a choice anymore. Like this is this is mandatory. <laughs> You know, and another thing I was just, I was just, um, my husband started noticing this about me, but, um, because I think because uh, like we are all on zoom and I constantly just have like noise in my ears when I do have time to like the first thing I do when I wake up or in between, like when I'm not working, I listen to instrumental music now. Like I don't even like listen to songs with words. I think it's just because I'm constantly talking to people or constantly being on video. That's something about like instrumental music. Like even today I was listening to, um, just piano, like, like classic piano. And, and there's just something calming about that. And it's, it's kind of a reminder to like slow it down and pause for a little bit. So in a way, like your version of walking out for me is kind of like, I'm going to listen to instrumental music because it's a great way to kind of be present and remember, like, I'm not just a workaholic. (laughs) Like, I think we all have our coping mechanisms in the, in the pandemic. I think for me right now, it's being a workaholic. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, being able to just take that moment uh, for yourself, whether it's going for a walk or like listening to classical music like me, (laughs) is is a is a good thing to remember and to include as part of your day it really is we have to especially as entrepreneurs you want to be a thoughtful entrepreneur you have to remember to give yourself permission to break away see because we don't we we're not firing on all four cylinders when we're hammering away our brain isn't giving us our best and our most deepest thoughts and our most strategic thoughts when we're hammering away and we're doing the work. Yeah. Our brain gives us that when we give ourselves permission to break away because now you're not in the day-to-day operations and you can actually stop and think all the way through it as opposed to what we do robotically. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we all have a, a standard to our day, what we're doing and over time, we all naturally become robotic in what we're doing, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. writing a strategic plan for us is, you know, I get down, we have a process, we go down the road, but it is not until you stop and break away where you force your brain to remove yourself from the routine of things and the robotic things so that you can think on higher, deeper, more strategic levels. So mm-hmm. to really elevate um, to become that thoughtful entrepreneur, to really exemplify that, it requires you to give yourself permission to stop and to walk right. away. Um, there was a, a conversation I was hearing the other day, uh, Don Locke, I love to listen to Don Locke, and I was listening to one of his podcasts with Evan Carmichael, and he said something that was so profound. He says, this whole concept of if I'm not starting at 4 a.m., I suck as an entrepreneur. Oh my That's God. That's not true. Right, right. You know, Maybe your peak is at 9, 10, or 11 a.m. Maybe your peak is at noon and you work all the way till 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, whatever your peak is, that's when you work, as long as you're being productive. Right. Um, you know, if you, I remember there's a time when I did a lot of work on the West Coast, even though I live in the East Coast. Well, guess what? If I started at 5 a.m., you know how long I'd be working? There were nights I ended up working till 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. You open your eyes at 5 a.m. and then you don't close your eyes again until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Over time, it will wear you down. So I realized 
I don't have to do this. Like I can get up, I can do me, I can take care of me. Right. Um, I'm not a late sleeper by nature, but I don't have to be that functional, right. um, especially if I have to work later because of maybe the time zone right. that I am performing in. So give yourself permission to just walk away. Um, and again, really being that thoughtful entrepreneur means taking care of yourself, taking care mm -hmm. of yourself emotionally, mentally, and physically. Mm -hmm. um, twice a year, I completely disconnect for strategic planning purposes. And uh, my, my breakaway is, is coming uh, in a week. Yay! Oh, yay you. I'm so happy for you. I'm excited I, for you. I know this I is a big deal. <laughs> because... And not that I'm going to just, you know, twi now twice a year I do that. So once uh, it, one of the getaways is where I disappear from the office, change my environment, whether I'm going to a beach or mm. I'm going to the cabins, to the mountains, wherever you're, wherever you can dig deep. And so I do that to strategically plan and it really allows me to, okay, where am I going? What mm. am I really doing? what's working, what's not working. You really dump your brain. You write out your entire plan so you can follow this roadmap. And so um, that is a requirement. That's really like that CEO week where you just mm -hmm. do all things strategic planning. And it, it does not behoove you to go with a bunch of people. Mm. You can't bring your family. You can't bring the dog. You can't bring the kids. You can't hope because what happened is your environment never changed. Mm. So your brain doesn't know Again, to give yourself permission to be fully immersed. I will spend anywhere from six to 10 hours strategic planning and have no guilt at it at all. Why? Because there's no one else around. I only have to be accountable to me. Right. I right. eat when I eat. I sleep when I sleep. And um, you might take a nap. You wake up. So it's really a decompression week. Um, and then I take another week where I go for fun. And I do a complete vacation where I am not reachable. I do no work and I truly just reset and get ready for the new year. So I really encourage, you know, everyone just take some time, give yourself permission to break away. And you, you have to do strategic planning so that you can evolve and move the business forward so that you can have year to year growth. Um, and that's only going to happen when you change your environment and allow yourself to fully immerse into strategic planning. Yeah. I love that, Natasha. I think the the big theme of our conversation so far is permission. You know, give your permission, give yourself permission for self care. Give yourself permission to you know work at the times that where you feel the most um, alive and attentive and focused. I know for me, I see I'm a night owl. You know, I'm the kind of person, and and my husband's a he's an early he's an early bird. Okay, so we've had problems around this <laughs> where he's all like, I wish you could wake up earlier so we could walk the dog together. And there was a time where I actually like tried. I was like, okay, you know what? Like instead of me waking up like at nine ish. Let me try to wake up a little bit earlier. And, um, and then I was very ambitious about it, but I was exhausted. And then, right. I, and then the weekend came and I slept in and, and mm. I don't think I tried that ever since, right. but it's like, I am the most active, at least, you know, at least for me, uh, typically in the afternoon and closer to the evening. And that's about, that's a good eight hours of, of work still. Yeah. And, um, I think I've always like envied those people who could wake up at 4 a.m. and start, you know, the, the miracle mornings as some people call it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just can't do that. Like, that's just not me. And and for so long, I, you know, I haven't really read any books uh, myself that encourage you to just, you know, kind of wake up when the sun rises or, yeah. you know, it's more like, oh, you got to wake up at this time. You got to have a rigid schedule. But, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, because you are an entrepreneur, like, let's remember that because you are an entrepreneur that you can dictate your schedule. It's just about being productive at the mm -hmm. time, the times that 
you're going to commit to. And for me, I just tend to be more productive in the afternoon and closer to the evening. And sometimes I go a little longer into the night because at that time in the evening, like no one's bothering me. My dog's not bothering me. My husband's not bothering me. So I'm like, that's when I have like the most creative um, time for myself. And so I just love that you, you are stressing the fact that, you know, entrepreneurs like give yourself permission to, you know, for self-care and for, you know, setting your own productive hours and um, just unplugging for some time. Yeah. And don't apologize. Don't apologize for it. Don't have guilt or shame around it. Um, And you have to communicate to your spouse or to your family, especially when you're in business, because Mm -hmm. see, uh, here's the, here's a dynamic shift, right? Mm -hmm. 2019 was a completely different world in which we did business in. Absolutely. March, by the time we hit March of 2020, we're now in this new world of doing business. The world in which we did business is gone. Mm -hmm. It's not coming back. We have completely evolved. And so now we have to shift to this place to a point where you have to almost be on all the time. You have to be sharper. You have to be quicker. You have to be more efficient. And because, and and now because people are like, well, you're home anyway, no one's going anywhere. So now it's almost to the point that how come you didn't respond to me in 10 minutes, as opposed to you took four (laughs) hours to respond. And you're like, are you kidding me? So now the world in which we're in, it almost requires you to be on all the time. And because of the shift that we're in, because people think, well, when you're at home, you have nothing else to do but wait on an email to come through or answer a call, right? right? right. You're not doing anything anyway. And so we have to remember that the dynamic shift that we have, everyone has to now go to their their business plan, their business model, and reset the button. Because Mm -hmm. the business model you were functioning off of, the business plan you were functioning off of that was written in 2019, hopefully for 2020, guess what? As of March and April, it's gone. Mm -hmm. We had to sit there and completely rewrite our whole business strategy because the way we were planning to to achieve certain goals and acquire certain milestones, we had to completely rethink it. And so this is a perfect time though it is a very scary time, but it's the perfect time to reset the button. Come from a clean place, come from a clean slate, redefine your business goals, redefine those milestones and rewrite the strategy because mm-hmm. you can't use the plan from 2019 or even from January of 2020. It's no yeah. longer relevant. Yeah, absolutely. And even like maybe that first month when the pandemic really started and we're like, okay, we're going to try to figure this out. Like, I think that plan is already obsolete, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, so Natasha, uh, speaking of which, let's go ahead and talk about impact branding and where you're at today. I know that you kind of hinted that, you know, you made a huge pivot this year yourself. So if people, for people that are hearing about impact branding for the first time, tell us a little bit about it and what you're up to today with you and your clientele. Absolutely. Absolutely. So impact branding consulting, uh, short version is it relaunched. It's a rebrand of my initial, uh, my second business that I had. And I had a massive pivot at that time because I went through a divorce. I had, uh, at the time I was married, my husband came in, uh, ex-husband now came in the day after my birthday, after being together 12 years. And he decided wow. he didn't want to be married anymore. Wow. And that's all I knew. So I had this massive pivot and I then launched impact branding and impact branding 
means so many things um, personally, but also to the marketplace. So when people come to Impact Branding, um, normally the people we work with are individuals who have, to some extent, almost lost their why along mm. the way. They lost their why for what they were doing. They're still going, but because of the heaviness of business, you know, it is not that systems don't work. Systems win. People fail to use systems. So when we're not using systems, to move a business forward, it then becomes very stressful because mm -hmm. you're constantly hitting the pavement. And so what impact branding does is we align the performance of the company with the vision of the leader. Mm. So we create a clean, streamlined day-to-day -day operations process so that the company not only performs well, but is also performing in an efficient manner. See, because we can do things right and we can do the right thing. We have to know which side of the table we're sitting on. So Impact Branding is an end-to-end -end brand strategy company where we are streamlining day-to-day -day operations so that the performance of the company is in line with the vision of the leader. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I am so proud and excited to be the chief brand strategist for Impact Branding. And I'm so proud of the team that I have because we are truly committed and vested into the vision of others. We know how hard it is to launch a business. We know how yeah. hard it is to grow a business. We know when you're up in the middle of the night thinking, did I make the right decision? Mm. We know the pain that you feel when you've invested everything you have, not just monetarily. See, you can, re -get, you can get money back, but right. the time that you invest, the heart and soul that you invest, you can't get that back. So it's like you sit there with this heavy weight of, I can't believe I'm doing this. How come it's not working? I'm giving mm. it everything I have. I don't know mm -hmm. what else to do. And so Impact Branding comes in to see the blind spots of the leader so that your company can actually move in the forward direction that is this designed to do. Business is not as hard as we think it is. We have to apply simple, uncomplicated systems and processes that we are consistent to. Mm -hmm. And the economy that we're in, even before the economic shift, continue to dictate that entrepreneurs had to constantly keep moving mm -hmm. and almost to the point that something is wrong with you for having systems, for mm -hmm. having processes, like you had to be able to pivot on a dime. Absolutely not. Your company, regardless of its size, whether you're a solopreneur or you got three people or you got 10 people or whatever, Every single business must have clearly defined systems and processes. Otherwise, things slip through the cracks. Money is wasted. Time is wasted. And yeah. so Impact Brandon steps in to be that support role to the leader to make sure that the company is consistently moving forward. Our goal is to make sure that every company is making uh, growth and making more money each and every single year. You can't yeah. be in business and not have growth every year. Mm. I love that so much because I think that, and I think about my husband, who is the visionary of our business. Um, he's the visionary. He's not meant to implement, you know, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of his opposite. I'm the kind of person like, okay, that's a great vision and all. It's nice to be in the clouds, but can we get back down, right. get back down and actually run with it. And so I love that, you know, with impact branding, you're that company to be like, let us be that person for you. Let us help you make your vision a reality, or let's update that. Let's make sure that we implement it in a way that still aligns with that vision and, and that everyone can, um, everyone on your team can work behind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the greatest thing we have to remember when you're looking to move a company forward, 
regardless of how large you want to grow, whether you want to be modest or you want to be massive, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. At no given time, will you do it alone? Absolutely. You guys, you have to have someone along with you because if you're only always talking to yourself, <laughs> right? Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> You may begin to answer yourself and that's not a good place to be in. So you've got to have someone that you can talk to that you, that you trust, but you also have someone that will challenge your status quo. Because if you don't have anyone around you that will challenge your status quo and challenge your, your, uh, for lack of better words, sometimes we all get to this mediocre place of thinking. Mm -hmm. If you don't have anyone around you to challenge your mediocre way of thinking, then you will never challenge yourself to move beyond your comfort zone. And so the thing that I love what you just said, Jen, is okay, we've identified my husband is the visionary. He's a big thinker. I am the implementer. That is the most beautiful thing because when you can identify your strengths, I like to say you need to do what? Operate in your strengths capitalize on your strengths. And I want you to strengthen your weaknesses. Mm. We all have weaknesses, right? So in order for me to do that, I need to know where my strengths are because at the end of the day, the way a company scales and grows, whether you're big, small, or whichever is you are functioning 95% of the time in your strengths. Mm. No one pays you for your weaknesses because you're too busy learning. No one's paying you to learn something, right? Right, I'm paying you to get any results. You get results because you operate in your strengths. So you want to operate in your strength zone and realize, like I say, you capitalize on your strengths, but you have to now hire your weakness, which you have to strengthen your weakness because you hire your weakness. And it's okay. You, you're as business owners, you don't have to be everything. You just need to know what you're good at. Now, if you're a good implementer, Mm-hmm. then you need to align yourself with someone that is the big picture person, the one that can see the big picture, because otherwise what will happen is you'll be implementing and implementing and implementing and implementing and nothing will come, come to full circle because right. as soon as you see your goal, it's like the, you know, Oh, squirrel. Oh, squirrel. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> because implementers naturally get the thrill from getting something done. Right, right. Well, it's true. Once it's done, the thrill is gone. What's next? So if the implementer has to sit there and strategize, implement, think at it, monitor it, pivot, you're going to you're going to fizzle out because your excitement comes from let's get it rolling. Mm-hmm. A visionary is excited when they're thinking about, I like to see the big picture. Once you take a, a big picture person and you start getting them down into the sticks and weeds, you you dim their light. Mm-hmm. You dim their light. Right. So it's right. imperative to have both, even if it means if it's not a husband and wife team, even if it means I have to hire someone that I trust that's going to be on my side. I am a big picture person. I don't like to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> my business developer, I'm telling you, God sent her from the heaven. She is like, she sees it all. She's like, I see this, I see this. And I'm thinking, I don't care. Just get it. <laughs> Just get it done. <laughs> Oh do my you gosh. see my big picture? You see that beautiful big, yep. Just, I want to see that. Just do that. Just make that happen. Make yeah. That happen. So we're actually a phenomenal team um, together because again, you can't be all things. And that's Absolutely. one thing as an, a thoughtful entrepreneur, you have to be at peace with that. I'm not going to be all things. I can't be all things. Let me operate in my strengths because it is through my strengths that I'll make enough money to do what? Hire my mm. weakness. That's Absolutely. The key. 
Uh, Natasha, I hate that we have to wrap up because I just feel like there's so much, there's so much more golden nuggets you can leave today for me selfishly too. I feel like you're just summing up my marital issues with my husband. I love him by the way. Um, Natasha, I, yeah, thank you so much for just taking some time today to share some knowledge. Um, We we do have to get going, but um, I want to thank you again. And uh, I know that our listeners will really benefit from this and want to reach out to you. Should they uh, feel inspired by our conversation today? Absolutely. And I would love to speak to anyone who needs to break through that barrier. You can find everything that you need to connect with me on impactbrandingconsulting.org. That is impactbrandingconsulting.org. We are on every social media platform. I'm always Mm -hmm. dropping golden nuggets, five simple steps. So take advantage of that. Reach out to me if you'd like to have a power chat, but I'm here for you. And I hope this has been extremely valuable uh, to you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Natasha. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.